Chapter 16 We are the Chi, Eric said. Mr. King had left, and Eric had brought us to a place beneath a large tree. A little stream trickled by, just a few feet away. A wall of silence had come down, as if someone had turned down the sound of all the barking dogs. I could still hear them, but it was as if the sound were far away now. You are androids, Axe commented. Yes. You show a very high level of technological sophistication, Axe said. Eric smiled with what looked exactly like human lips. We are just the creation. It is our creators who are the great builders. Why did you bring us down here? Jake asked. Why show us all this? We want you to trust us, Eric said. We know that you're suspicious. You have to be. I'm sure you've left some of your people outside, just in case we betray you. I wanted us to be equal. I wanted you to know our secrets, since we know yours. We saw you at the concert, I started to say. He looked surprised, then nodded. Ah, yes. You were the two dogs, weren't you? I sensed something odd about you. Tell me, what's it like to actually be a dog? It's truly cool, Jake said. You knew we were the two dogs? Eric shook his head. We didn't know, but I felt something strange. We've known there were morph-capable forces on Earth. There is very little that the Yerks know that we don't also know. You were handing out flyers for the sharing. You were at a meeting of the sharing, I accused. True, but maybe I should tell you our story. Then you'll understand who we are, and why we are your allies. It's also why we, or at least some of us, would like your help. That would be nice, Cassie said. You have to say one thing for Eric. The boy knew how to tell a story. Suddenly, everything around us dissolved. In its place, there grew a vast, three-dimensional picture. It looked as real as Eric. We were no longer on Earth. There were two suns in the sky, one small and almost red, the other four times as big as Earth's sun and a deeper gold. The trees and flowers and grasses around us were definitely not anything that had ever grown on Earth. The trunks of the trees were green and smooth. But instead of leaves, the branches just kept splitting into ever smaller branches and twigs that gradually grew from green to silver to a brilliant shade of pink. These pink twigs were all intertwined, so that from a distance, the trees looked like huge balls of pink steel wool. The trees were no larger than earth trees, it seemed to me, but what was huge were the mushrooms. At least, they looked kind of like mushrooms. They were half as large as the trees themselves. Messy nests of some leathery, leaping, three-legged animal seemed to be perched on each of the mushrooms. There were other animals around, each stranger than the last. But the main animal we saw was a two-legged creature that stood maybe four feet tall. It had long, floppy ears and a muzzle. It looked weirdly like a dog that could walk on its hind legs. It looked, in fact, a little like Eric when he dropped the hologram and showed his true self. Our creators, Eric said. They were known as Pemelites. A hundred thousand years before the Andalites learned to make fire, the Pemelites were capable of faster-than-light travel. I noticed Axe's tail twitch a little at that. And of course, humans were just hairy apes when the Pemelites first visited Earth. The Pemelites were not interested in conquest or in interfering in the lives of other planets. They enjoyed life. Eric smiled. They loved to play. They loved games and jokes and laughter, and they had been a fully evolved race for so long that all the harsher instincts were gone from them. They had no evil in their hearts. They had no evil in their souls. I found this hard to believe. 
but as I watched the hologram around me, it was possible to believe that on this weird planet, the Pimelites had found some deep inner peace. There was just a sense of deep calm about the place, like one of those Zen gardens or something. It just felt peaceful. Peaceful, but not dead or tired or boring. In fact, everywhere I looked, I saw Pimelites jumping around, chasing, playing, and making an odd chuck-chuck-chuck noise that must have been laughter. The scene around me changed, like a movie doing a flash-forward. Now, mingled in with the Pimelites, were androids like Eric. The androids looked vaguely like their canine creators. We were toys, originally, Eric said. The Pimelites made us to play with. They called us the Chi. It's a word that means friend. They also had work for us to do, but they created us mostly to be their companions. An artificial race, yes, but not a race of mechanical slaves. Eric looked at us, and I swear there were tears in his holographic eyes. We were their friends and equals and companions. They taught us to laugh and play. They loved it when they were able to create androids who could tell a joke. There was a celebration that lasted a year. Then, Zeph! I jerked back. A monstrous beam of light sliced the ground open in front of us, like some insane plow tearing up the earth. It incinerated the pink Brillo pad trees and the huge mushrooms. Then, the howlers came, Eric explained. They suddenly popped out of zero space, thousands of powerful ships. They had come from clear outside this galaxy. The Pemelites had no idea who they were, and they never found out what the Howlers wanted. The Howlers made no demands. They just attacked. Maybe that's all they wanted. To destroy. What Eric showed us next was like one of those horrifying films from World War II. Pemelites hunted from the air. Pemelite space stations blown apart. Pemelite ships sliced open and helpless Pimelites left to drift through cold, dead space. The scenes of massacre just went on and on. I noticed Cassie was crying. I think I was crying, too. It was too horrible. Almost the entire race of Pimelites was wiped out, Eric said. A few hundred Chi and a few hundred Pimelites left the planet, escaping in a single ship just seconds ahead of a new wave of howler attacks. We escaped into zero space. We had no plan, no idea what to do. Why didn't you fight back? I demanded. I mean, you talk about how advanced the Pimelites were. If they could create androids, they could create weapons. Eric looked at me and nodded like he agreed. The Pimelites had forgotten the ways of conflict and war. They were creatures of peace. They'd forgotten that there could be such a thing as pure evil. That answer just frustrated me. It made no sense. But I let Eric tell the rest of his grim story. As we ran for our lives through zero space, we discovered that the Howlers had achieved a special revenge. The Pemelites began to become sick. They began to die. The Howlers had unleashed germ weapons. The Pemelites were doomed. But we Chi, we androids, were unaffected. The scene around us became the inside of a spaceship, a scene of Chi looking on helplessly while one of their creators writhed in pain. Then we remembered a planet, a planet similar to our own, but very far from our home and the Howlers. It had only one sun, and the light was pale, but there were trees and grass and wonderful oceans. Earth, Cassie said. Earth, Eric said, 
The Pimelites had not visited Earth in 50,000 years, and in that time, everything had changed. The wandering tribes of primates had created cities. They had domesticated animals. They were planting crops. We landed on Earth, with just six Pimelites still clinging to life. The hologram disappeared, and the underground cavern was back to its normal self, a wide park of earth trees and earth plants with dogs everywhere. We could not save the Pimelites. They would die. But we could try and rescue some part of them. We hoped we could keep their hearts, their souls, alive somehow. We looked for an earth species we could use to harbor the essence of the Pimelites, their decency, their kindness, their playfulness and love. Wolves, Cassie said, once again way ahead of me. Eric looked surprised, but he nodded his holographically projected human head. Yes, they looked most like the Pimelites themselves. We grafted the essence of the Pimelites into the wolf species. And from that union, dogs were created. To this day, most dogs carry within them the essence of the Pimelites. Not all, but most. Wherever you see a dog playing, chasing a stick, running around barking for the sheer joy of life, you see the remnants of the race of Pimelites. That's why all these dogs are here, Jake said. They're your, what, friends? Creators? They are our joy, Eric said, because they remind us of a world without evil. The world we lost. We Chi are all that is left of Pimelite technological genius. The dogs of Earth are all that is left of Pimelite souls. <laughs>